you're at a barbecue. You light the propane, throw the burgers on, propane runs out. You have a full stack of baby back ribs in the, in the freezer. But all you have is sauce, ketchup, and brown sugar. What do you do? Go. Speed reference. Barbecue sauce. That's that's the thing that comes to my mind when you say those three ingredients. That's uh four ingredients. That's exactly what that's exactly what you do. Yep. Welcome to Difficult Delicious. This is the show where we talk about difficult things, delicious things, difficult things in light of deliciousness, delicious things in light of uh, difficulties, to be quite honest. This episode, we're talking about that very thing, what you do with, or, 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 say it with me now, Worcestershire, I gotta look, I gotta look, Worcestershire, Worcestershire, that doesn't sound too bad. If you read it, we should just look it up on the dictionary app and listen. Worcestershire. <laughs> I have it. Sauce. Uh, ketchup and brown sugar. Base ingredients-ish. Um, you make barbecue sauce, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We uh, made our own barbecue sauce, put it in the fridge for a full day or so, and mm-hmm. um, made some ribs to go along with that. Slathered one on. Slathered them I have trouble talking today. (laughs) Slithered them on there and uh, made some pretty bomb, made for a pretty bomb night. And so um, that's on this episode. So uh, let's jump right into it. What'd you think? You weren't weren't too uh, involved in the barbecue sauce recipe, but from an outsider's point of view, what do you you think? Yeah, I really liked it. Um, The one thing that I will... I think barbecue sauce is something that is so unique you can have it so many different ways um, I think that as we continue cooking we'll probably continue making our own barbecue sauce because it's fun and it's easy and you can personalize it but I think the one thing I would have liked better is if the barbecue sauce was more thick I think the ribs would have yeah. gotten more of that flavor because the ribs were great. You cooked them really well. They weren't dry at all. But I would say if you had a thicker sauce, it would have kind of just stayed Coagulated. on yeah. the ribs instead of, like, sliding off. Yeah, that's a good point. I think uh, finding a way to thicken thicken the froth up a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just on a roll today. But, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. So I think basically... For the recipe, we kind of, like I said, started with the brown sugar. Um, and I'm getting this recipe from allrecipes.com. So if you want to check that out. Um, They're not sponsoring us. No. Of course. Maybe one day. We'll see. I'll hit them a message. If anyone knows allrecipes.com PR team, let me know. Hook me up. Because um, a lot of our recipes do come from there. So that's not a bad thing. It's just that they have the most reviews. And it uh, sounds good. Anyways, cup and a half of brown sugar, a uh, cup and a half of ketchup, I think, and then two tablespoons of Worcestershire sauce, 
If anyone knows how to say that properly, you should comment. I'm pretty sure. Oh, speaking about saying things properly, um, had some comments on our last or our episode two episodes ago, the risotto episode. Um, I mentioned that I would look up how to say risotto in Chinese, and then I didn't um, follow through with what I was gonna say or with you know what risotto is in Chinese. And so I want to be a man of my word and uh, look that up today. Risotto in Chinese is Fan. Mm. So, if you want to go to China and you're not feeling Chinese food, but you're feeling risotto, <laughs> tell the chef and give me some doing fun. And they probably will have no idea what you're talking They'll about. They'll be like, "You want <laughs> stew rice? What? Why do you want stew rice? That's weird." Because that's what it translates to is stew rice, um, like what the words break down to. Anyways, tangent. Um, where was I? Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. You said uh, Worcestershire sauce. Yep. Add that. Um, and then we were fortunate enough to find liquid smoke in my grandma's cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a year old, but that, I don't think changed anything. No. I like the smokiness. Yeah. I think smoke was great. And so good. if you have liquid smoke, throw some of that in there. Yeah. Um, we also, oh, here's where I kind of deviated from the recipe. We didn't have enough ketchup to fully call for the cup and a half, so... We have so much ketchup. I know, but I didn't want to open a new bottle. Okay. Yeah. We, <laughs> we eat ketchup like crazy. It's kind of a problem. But we didn't, I didn't want to open up a new <laughs> bottle, and the ketchup bottle that we did have, there just wasn't enough to fulfill the cup and a half requirement. So I used, I think, just like... Well, there's your runny problem. I wasn't aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that that could have that could have been it. Um so what I did instead and I'm not saying do what I do. Um do what I say, not what I do. So to account for the rest of the cup and a half ketchup, I did white vinegar and tomato sauce from San Marzano tomato can. Yeah. Um that could have been the problem. You know, I wonder, too, if you used something like tomato paste instead. Because tomato paste is extremely thick. Ooh, yeah. You know, instead of full-on ketchup, if that would help. I don't know. We're going to be experimenting for sure. And this just highlights our amateurness, which is not a bad thing. (laughs) Because, honestly, we're all amateur chefs. Except for those people that are professional chefs. Except for professional chefs. But... I highly doubt a professional chef is going to listen to our podcast right now. Yeah, probably. Um, If they do, man, that'd be awesome. Give me, like, a kudos or something for at least trying it. Because, you know. Anyways. Wow. Lots of tangents today. I had a little bit, uh, two and a half tablespoons of dry mustard in there, two teaspoons of... Which we also didn't have all of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We had about a tablespoon of dry mustard and then threw in a tablespoon of regular mustard, of uh, just liquid coagulated mustard. Um, two teaspoons of pe- paprika or paprika for those Midwesterners. Uh, te- two teaspoons of salt, one and a half teaspoons of black pepper, two dashes of our hot pepper sauce, which we use Louisiana hot pepper sauce. Um, and then we also added onion powder and oh, yeah. garlic. Added onion powder, powder, garlic powder, about 
a tablespoon and a half of each. I don't know. I wasn't. I think we used a lot of that, and it made it really good. Yeah, and then we kind of added. I had some red pepper chili flakes because I like a little heat. Um, Did a couple more twists of pepper, like black pepper. Mm -hmm. A little Um, bit more salt. A little bit more salt. Yep. Uh, Oh, you know, I added more Worcestershire Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. I had more of that, too, and more liquid smoke than it called for. Um, waited a day and a half, and it still came out like a little tomato-y than I would have liked. Again, if I stuck to the t- tomato ketchup recipe, probably would have changed. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to experiment with the... Also, not that I'm... Yeah. I feel like this is a bashing episode, but, like, this isn't even a bashing question, but if there is tomato ketchup, right... Like, on the label, it says tomato ketchup. Look at your label. Look at your ketchup label. It'll say tomato ketchup. That makes me think, are there other ketchups? I want to say yes. Why aren't they more mainstreamed? Uh, because maybe people just prefer tomato Write ketchup. Write a letter to your governor. <laughs> your governor, I think. Why aren't more ketchups mainstreamed? Give me a cucumber ketchup. Ew, cucumber ketchup? I don't know. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah. All right. Ketchup says a spicy sauce. I don't know that it's spicy. It would definitely spicy. not say spicy. Made chiefly from tomatoes and vinegar used as a condiment. So it's chiefly from tomatoes, but there has to be another ketchup out there, and I'm curious. Um, yeah. This is my homework for next week. I'll find another ketchup and maybe try it. Uh, we'll see what we can get in this quarantine life. Um, that right. should be the name of another podcast, This Quarantine Life. That'd be fun. Yeah. There's probably one out there already. Um, so yeah, that was our, our, uh, barbecue recipe. I would do it again. Yeah. To be honest. And use the correct proportions of ketchup, tomato ketchup and, uh. And mustard powder. Mustard powder. Yeah. That probably yeah. has something to do with it. Uh-huh. And no vinegar. No vinegar. Oh, make sure that you do put, put it all in a saucepan and like heat it up, put it on a simmer. Yeah. Um, that's, the recipe doesn't say to do that, but I don't know. All the reviews I looked at the recipe says definitely do that. So we did it. And uh, it just kind of, like, gets all the ingredients to know each other. Yeah. Quoting Babish there. But, um, yep, then I made, made a big stack of baby back ribs that had been expired in the freezer for... Too long. Too long. You can definitely taste the, uh, the oldness, but uh, that is okay because the barbecue sauce, I think, did a good job masking it. Yeah, it was just an aftertaste thing. So I'm definitely excited to try this barbecue sauce recipe and the way that you cooked the ribs because it was fabulous without expired ribs. Yeah, low and slow (laughs) is how you cook ribs, low and slow. And then um, broil it hot and fast at the end Mm. Um, with the slathered um, barbecue sauce on top of that. So, yeah, I would say... uh, Man, I would say success. The difficulties were not having the right ingredients and um, honest cooking the uh, the ribs. ribs. Yeah, you had a lot of worries about that, but they turned out great. They did. Yeah, they turned out pretty good. Um, And the viscosity of the barbecue sauce. And so just something to, you know, if you use the right recipe, it would probably turn out well. Um... But if you deviate, just know that that's going to be something to look out for. And when I think about it, 
I've been to a place in um, Oklahoma where their barbecue sauce wasn't, you know... Was it, it liquidy? It was also liquidy, yeah. And so mm. when you're using non-store-bought... Yeah, you got to remember that all the chemicals and preservatives yeah, they had it. Yeah, there's preservatives in there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're also supposed to use apple cider vinegar, and I used white vinegar, which oh. I don't know if there's... There's probably a big difference. There's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Again, showing my naivety toward cooking, but... I'm learning. Apparently, this is just going to become a cooking podcast because the last <laughs> couple episodes have been about cooking. And honestly, like, there are a lot of difficult things in life right now that I just don't want to go into um, to, like, kind of dive into. And so we kind yeah. of, like, reroute our difficultness into cooking because that's, like... Yeah. You know, like, people with anger issues go <laughs> do martial arts and that kind of, like, gets their frustrations out kind of feel like that's what cooking is for us i think it just is a way to bring both of us together it's something fun that we can be creative on but not take too seriously mm, yeah you know because i think there's a lot of serious things happening i mean we're in the middle of a quarantine i'm pregnant in the middle of a quarantine we have a Wait, toddler <laughs> you knew that don't yeah, be fooled um i have, we have a toddler in the middle of this quarantine. way to tell your husband you're pregnant yeah who hasn't been able to make any friends you know so there's a lot of there's a lot of hardships happening for a lot of people right now but I think that a lot of people are finding that amidst the staying home there are things that you can do to yeah out your frustrations man I'm part of like some cooking groups on Facebook and the only thing on my Facebook feed is sourdough bread making, and, like, that's it. It's just full of people making sourdough bread. And it's are like, half those posts your mom? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, but still. Like, <laughs> Shout wow. out to Trish Green. <laughs> yeah. Wow. A lot of sourdough posts. A lot of sourdough people. People make sourdough. Sourdough's good. It is delicious. And we're in the right place to do it, California, because the yeah. water here is awesome. Although we're not in San Francisco, which is the true best place to make sourdough, because there's just something about it. Is sourdough completely American? Heck yeah, it is. I have nice. no idea. I have to look that up. Yeah. But, uh, As you know, there's like, there's a lot of things that people say are American that aren't really American, like hamburgers. I wonder if barbecue sauce is American too, because they have to use Worcestershire mm-hmm. sauce, which is definitely an English thing, right? But just because it's the ingredients may be English doesn't mean that you know it's like uh, apple pie you can find pies pies are originated from what France or something yeah from but apple pie apple. is known as like the American dessert apple pie the dumpling of America because yeah. you know how like all cultures have dumplings we're on a lot of tangents yeah. today let's just keep this episode low and slow quick and fast um, 15 minutes sounds about good all right. I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty satisfied with this barbecue sauce. Yeah, we're gonna we'll keep, keep trying it. it but... we'll keep trying it. Uh, if you want the recipe, look at allrecipes.com. Uh, just type in barbecue sauce, and it's like the one with 500 reviews. <laughs> I should probably just post a link because that's, that's the easiest way to get it to you. Um, I would definitely recommend it. Get Worcestershire Shire sauce. And if um, you can find it, get liquid smoke because it really adds yeah. a smokiness that you're gonna miss without it. Although I am debating on 
is making your own barbecue sauce versus just buying like some really good brand like is there what's the like cost value of it because then mm. you have to use a lot of ketchup and a lot of brown sugar yeah. and like all that stuff and it's like should I just buy a two dollar bottle and call it good instead of buying like I think it ten dollars de- depends if you like if you enjoy making it yeah if there's a specific thing that you do that you don't want to try all the other barbecue sizes out to see if you like it plus yeah. you got to remember that when you make something from home it's not going to have any added, you know, chemicals mm-hmm. or preservatives. Except or for the ketchup. Like you got to make your own ketchup for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You got to grow your own sugar cane. <laughs> harvest the sugar from that. Grow your own tomatoes. Yeah. But, I mean, those. it's going to have less. Yeah. That's true. Plus, it's a way to be together. Mm-hmm. So, yep. anyways, lots of tangents on this episode. Take our home lens. All right, you've been listening to Difficult Delicious. We This episode was on barbecue sauce. If you like what you hear, like, follow, whatever else you're supposed to do with the social media. Leave that review. Yeah, there you go. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye, y'all.